Hey there traders, looking to take the guesswork out of trading and only 10 minutes a day? Then you need to head on over to AIStockTradingSystem.com right now, where you can get our five-step system to take the guesswork out of trading in only 10 minutes per day. And the only place to get that is at AIStockTradingSystem.com. That's AIStockTradingSystem.com. Okay, today we're gonna to be covering the loss we took in XLF, the financial sector ETF. And as I've mentioned before, losses are part of the game and they uh, definitely need to become part of your trading plan. This is the How to Trade Stocks and Options podcast brought to you by 10MinuteStockTrader.com where we give you the tools, tips, and tricks to help you trade faster and trade smarter. And here's your host, voted one of the top 100 people in finance by Redwood Media Group, founder and head trader of 10MinuteStockTrader.com, Christopher Ewell. Your plan needs to include losses and wins. Now, you, you can prepare for everything, but you need to be prepared for losses most of all. Right, if a stock works in your favor and it goes awesomely, you know what, that's the best case scenario. But you don't want the worst case scenario, right? Steve Burns has this quote, and I think it's really, really prophetic. And honestly, um, the first time I saw that, I was like, wow, Steve, that's a really, really good point. I forget when I saw it or when I came across it, but when I saw it, I was like, geez, that's smart. Basically, your trade should end in either one of four ways. One, a big win. You know what? Everything worked out perfectly. And while that doesn't always happen, when it does, it feels great. Two, a small win. You know, you got your signal to get in. You got your signal to get out. It wasn't as much as the big win, but it's still, you know, it's it's better off than you were. A scratch, meaning that you didn't lose any money, or it's within just a few dollars, so you don't really count it as a big win or a big loss. And number four, the only other way it can end is in a small loss. Now I know you're thinking to yourself, but what about the big losses? Well, how about you just make a plan where you don't have the big losses? And I know that's really simple to say, right? But if you create a plan uh, like Steve has, like I have, like I'm sharing here, it is meant to give you the big winners. It's meant to give you the small winners. It's meant to give you the break-evens. It's meant to give you the small losses. It is not meant to give you the big losses. It's just not designed that way. If you have the big loss, that means you're not following the plan. In fact, uh, one of Steve's quotes, I can't remember it uh, off the top of my head, but he's like, look, if you follow this plan where you have big winners, small winners, break-evens, and small losses, you're guaranteed to make money. It's just math. When you eliminate the big losses, you eliminate the chance of blowing up. You eliminate the chance of it not working. So in this case, we had a small loss and it was totally fine. So let's talk about it real quick. We had a long call in XLF, which in hindsight, I probably should have chose a different strategy because XLF is not a big mover of a stock. So I'll probably maybe have gone with like a, a call debit spread or a put credit spread that would have been a little bit better. Okay, but the point is, is that I had a long call in XLF. Purchased it on December 26th for 90 cents when XLF was at 30.84. Sold it uh, for 76 cents when XLF was at uh, 30.72. Now, obviously talking about one lots here, uh, but you can scale it up to whatever size you want, right? So what is that, 14 cents on a one lot, which isn't all that much, 
but it was a 15.5% loss when the stock declined only 22 basis points. So kind of a, a bigger loss, but that's the way the leverage works, right? You have these big wins, but you also have losses that can be bigger than the stock going down by 22 basis points. So our signal details, we had Fin Club uh, showing 65% and rising. We had our daily charts, uh, same as the last one, uh, where we had a 520 crossover, RSI was good, MACD was bullish, but was crossed under. And honestly, at the time I was putting it on, I was like, I'm cheating a little bit, but let's see how it turns out. And of course, because I cheated a little bit, I had to pay for it. Now, it wasn't all that much, uh, as, as we just talked about a minute ago. Um, and obviously, that was the plan on occasion is to have smaller losses. But, you know, had I waited for the MACD to be crossed back over, maybe I wouldn't have had this loss. So that's your lesson to take away here, is that if you have signals and you want to have all of your signals, don't cheat them, not even a little bit. Uh, to tell you the truth, I actually, I was trying to feel like Mark Minervini, um, because the, uh, he has this deal where he says, um, you know, a cup and handle cheat, whereas it's going up on that cup and handle, then, um, he kind of cheats a little bit and buys it early. And I was trying to cheat a little bit on this one and buy it early, but it didn't work out. And that's okay because it was a small loss and I followed my plan. So let's get over to this. All right. So here's the charts we're talking about here, right? So I'm going to back this one up just a wee bit here so you can see. All right. So on the daily chart, we had a 520 crossover across way back in October. And this is why it's so important to see what's going on, right? So back in October, we had a 520 crossover. And look at this. On a daily chart, it matched exactly where it was supposed to go, which is really spectacular. Now, like I said on the last few videos, the gray line is our five exponential moving average. The black line is our 20 exponential moving average. Now the 10 is the blue line, the uh, purple line is our 30, then this is our 50. And the point is, is that there are more moving average lines on here, but really what I want to care about for our signal in this case, and what lined up here was our five and 20 crossover. Okay. Uh, and as you can see, it did really, really well. It stayed right in the moving average cloud or the uh, expected move cloud like it should. Now remember the bottom of the cloud represents the lowest 25% quartile of the expected move. So anything above that is our 75% chance of it actually happening. And it worked really, really well on this one. Now, here's our signal details we talked about a minute ago, right? So MACD was bullish. Anything above the zero line on MACD is bullish. However, the MACD signal was crossed over. So the blue line was crossed under our yellow line. And because of that, it may have done better if we had waited for a different time. And even the uh, the black vertical lines here when we entered and exited. Uh, I mean, if we had waited even to now, it still is in a, a downward uh, movement there on the MACD line. So even now, it doesn't seem like it's a great opportunity to get in. But you know what? I tried to cheat. And because I tried to cheat, it didn't work out. And that's all right. So let's go into the hourly chart and we can take a better look at what happened. All right, so vertical lines are the same vertical lines you saw on the daily chart. 
And here's our crossover here. And you can see that it did move in the expected move a little bit, but then it fell out. I'm going to remove this. All right. It moved in our expected move a little bit. And even on this day, it opened well up in our expected move here, but then it came back down. Now the red line is the line that I put on there to let me know if a stock is or isn't working and that all my alerts are set on that line. So I put it at the bottom of the cloud. In fact, this one's a little bit lower than I would have liked. I would have liked to hug it at the bottom of the cloud a little better. But as you can see, it really never took off into the expected move of the cloud, right? So it went this direction from there to we got out here. I don't like those lines. Let's try this again. We're from here to here. when it really should have been going from here to like here. So you can see it had a 15 basis point decline. We're just estimating here. We're not actually looking at the prices that I used. So it had a 15 basis point decline in three days. And we expected an 80 basis point increase in those same three days. So it did not move in the direction that we needed it to. It did not move in the expected move we needed it to. It did not behave as we had anticipated it to do. Our model had shown it would behave one way based on all the historical data and facts about it, but it didn't, and that's okay. I mean, honestly, had it moved up there, that would have been a pretty good killing. Uh, if we had lost 15% on uh, 15 basis points down, we probably would have made two or three times that had it gone up the way it was supposed to. So, you know what? Things happen, it didn't work out, uh, but I followed the plan, and because it fell out of our expected move, because it fell underneath the line that I had established was our exit point, then I exited. What's key here, and what you've gotta remember, and I was just reading a, a book yesterday, I think it was, it was one of Mark Minervini's books, it was the second one called, where is it? Think and Trade Like a Champion. You have to change how you reward yourself. You don't reward yourself with the money. You can't reward yourself with the money because when you don't win, then you will beat yourself up and then it will be a big problem. You reward yourself by following the plan. You follow the plan, you feel good that you follow the plan, things are better. You don't follow the plan, you feel bad that you didn't follow the plan, and then you're a better trader. But if you focus on the money, if you focus on the financial aspect of it, it could lead literally to disaster. I mean, I've been there. I've blown up my account twice. Maybe you have too. But anyway, that's what we did in this XLF trade, right? It didn't work out the way we wanted, and that's okay, because we still followed our plan, and that was what was key. So there you go. That's everything you need to know about uh, our XLF trade recap. Make sure you go and take the masterclass at 10minutestocktrade.com slash free-training. And you know what? Thank you so much for tuning in to today's How to Trade Stocks and Options podcast. Make sure you tune in next time for more tools, tips, and tricks to help you trade faster and trade smarter. And I'll see you on the next episode. Hey, did you realize that you could get the secret weapon that every investor needs right now to start changing your financial future for free? Yeah, that's right. Just head on over to triplestockprofits.com and download your free Triple Stock Profit System ebook today. 
10minutestocktrader.com content is for information and educational purposes only. It is not, nor is it intended to be, trading or investment advice or recommendation that any security, futures contract, options contract, transaction, or other financial instrument or strategy is suitable for any person. Trading securities can involve high risk and the potential for total loss of any funds invested. 10minutestocktrader.com and Christopher Ewell, who is content, financial programming, or otherwise, does not provide investment or financial advice or make investment recommendations. Investment information provided may not be suitable for all investors and is provided without respect to the individual investors and audience's financial sophistication, financial situation, investing time horizon, or risk tolerance. TimInnesStockTrader.com and Christopher Ewell are not in the business of trading securities trades, nor does it direct client commodity accounts or give commodity trading advice, tailored to any particular client situation or investment objectives. TimInnesStockTrader.com and Christopher Ewell are not licensed financial advisors, registered investment advisors, or registered broker-dealers. Stocks, options, futures, futures options, and other financial instruments not included here involve risk and are not suitable for all investors. You alone are responsible for making your investment and financial trading decisions and for evaluating the merits and risks associated with the use of any financial security and broker platform. For more information, please visit timinutestocktrader.com slash legal. Thanks for stopping by.